0: hello gospel for grampian listeners welcome to work on air we are on episode 82 in the month of february we are already in february month can you believe it shanaz and erica wow what an awesome awesome opportunity thank you
1: beautiful angelina erica good day to our lovely listeners I am super excited and we're already heading into the new year swiftly, by God's grace. Thank you so much.
0: Before we go to Erica Shanaz, have you got a resolution that you've set out and how are you adapting to that new New year's resolution?
1: Wow, Angelita, the, the only new year's resolution I put forward was I wanted to go deeper into my relationship with Abba Father and really just be consistent with studying His Word. And it's been a challenge already. So many hurdles that has come up and I've had to just repent because the very thing I wanted to do, it's its as though my flesh and the hurdles that the enemy is throwing before me is constantly blocking me from achieving that angelic
0: but you will you will finish well this year in the name of Jesus, okay? Amen. Thank
2: you. I received that.
0: Wonderful. Talk to us, beautiful Erica. We missed you.
2: Yes. Hi, and hi to our gospel for Grampian listeners. Thank you, Angelina and Shanas. It's really a, a, a absolute great privilege to be able to be on this platform. Yes, there has been a few challenges, and um, but you know what? God is so gracious. You know, he wants us to come closer to him. And, you know, we hear that all the time. But this closeness actually means to be one, to become one with him. So that when I think, I think his thoughts. When I act, I act his um, acts. I have his attitude in every situation, and it's not so easy. It sounds easy when you speak about it, but it's not so easy because your flesh needs to die, and I am always reminded of that time that we spoke of, die to self. God is so gracious that when you have a problem with your flesh, then he takes you back and he reminds you of that evening what He has spoken through our mouths, to ourselves, and to the listeners. I'm forever grateful to Him. And my, if I can call it resolution, I just want to be more like Christ. I want to be so intimate, involved with Him, that when I hear a voice, I only hear His voice amongst all the noise. The sound of His voice is like a melody that no one can imitate. And that is what I want, is just to hear his voice continuously. Even even when we socialize or even when we work, I want to hear his voice. So highly pitched, I want my ears to be and my eyesight to be so sensitive. And I trust and hope that tonight while we're speaking about the fruit of the Spirit, that God will truly speak to each one of us and to our precious hearers So that we will truly come closer to him and only know him and be aware of him and be so, so entwined with his Holy Spirit. That is, that is my heart for this year and even more.
0: Wow, I I love your resolution and I also pray and declare in the name of Jesus that as a prophet, you will hear his voice in different ways. You will hear it, it in the stillness. You will hear it in the loudness. You will hear it in the chaos in the name of Jesus. You know, I just love it, yeah. Shanaz. I absolutely love it when a prophet says they want to hear the voice of God. <laughs> yeah. That That's just the spirit of excellence because prophets are the ones that hear the voice of God on behalf of the nation so Erica I just love your spirit of excellence and I believe that you will get what you ask the Lord as you have spoken in his hearing today and has Shanazah spoken in the hearing of God today and supported by all our listeners as well as myself we declare and decree that it is done and for our listeners out there if you have got resolutions where you're trusting the Lord to see that resolutions through in the year, just go find someone who will agree with you because the Bible says if two agree on earth on anything, it is established for them because it is agreed in heaven. So go find mm-hmm. someone to agree with you and God yeah. will establish it, right? Amen. It's One a
1: beautiful angel leader.
0: What was your new you yesterday's resolution? Wow. Well, laugh out loud, laugh out loud. Thank you, Erica and Shanaz, for asking the question. It is actually the topic that we're talking about today, the fruits of the spirit. You know, um, I come from a very chaotic background, growing up in a home that was dysfunctional. I didn't know what it meant to live in a home that had the fruits of the spirit. And so I became accustomed, like Joyce Mayer, used to chaos, Used to not having peace, used to, you know, discord. And even though my dad loved family and we had family around, I think the dysfunctional just brought about that chaos that I adapted to that. And In this last year, when Erica talks about dying to self, last year, January, I I met a prophet, by the way, Erica, on the 1st of January last year, and she Uh, said to me that you got to die to self, Angelina. Until you die to self, you're going to find it a challenge being used by the Lord. And throughout the entire last year, the Lord made me walk on water as in walking by faith. And in that, he was teaching me how to exercise the fruit of the spirit. And I know that your fruits are really tested when the people closest to you or the people that really, really you look up to frustrate you. And how you get pressed and uh, persecuted by them and your response to that highlights whether you're walking in the fruits of the spirit or not. And so starting already last year, Shanaz, I think around November, December, I said to the Lord, I need to exercise fruits of the spirit. And Ah. so as the Lord's teaching me each of the fruits, I pray that by the end of this year, I would have been able to been so used to walking in the spirit that whether you press me, whether you shake me, whether you crush me, All that will come out of me is the fruits of the spirit. So my resolution is to walk in the spirit. Wow. And actually,
1: that's such an important point that you're bringing forth now, Angelina. As I was meditating and preparing myself, I thought about the person, as you describe yourself, that grew up in this chaotic world where the behavior was so chaotic. So in other words, you learned a particular pattern and so... Now that you're a born-again believer, how does one to a new believer explain what it is to have the fruit of the Spirit of God, and how does that person attain the fruit of the Spirit? Because it definitely, and what the Lord revealed to me as I was meditating on the word was, Romans 12, verse 2, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed Transformed by the renewing of your mind. So it speaks to we have a learner behavior now. And so we also replicate this chaos in our in our mannerisms daily. And so I can't display peace. I can't display long-suffering. I can't display love or joy or kindness because I've grown up in this system. And so I have this learner behavior now. It needs to be corrected. And I asked the Lord, so, Lord, how do I achieve this? How do I encourage that new believer, you know, to actually achieve the fruits of the Holy Spirit? And what came to mind was three points. One was obedience, walking, second, walking in relationship with the Lord. So, And obviously studying the word of God. When we study God's word, we come to understand who God was, what was his plan for man, and how his entire relationship is built on this love relationship for us as mankind. And so we look at Jesus and what Jesus wants us to do, you know. And I think that was so profound for me because we have this learner behavior and we think it's okay. But as you see, Angelina, it's perhaps chaotic. And when we are now born again, we have to align to what the Word of God says. But it is something we have to train ourselves. It's not the one that God just taps on our heads, you know, and then instantly I have all the fruits of the Holy Spirit. It's a behavior I need to teach myself, but through trusting the Holy Spirit, it becomes easier because he's my friend. That's what the Bible says, right? And so I'm not alone. It's not a a task that's unaccomplishable. It's something I can achieve. I just thought I wanted to share that. Thank you, ladies. Yes. Hallelujah.
0: Yes. Shanaaz, you're so uh, spot on in what you're saying. It is a learned behavior that we need to. Wean off the, the old man and take on the new man. And that requires walking in the spirit. And Galatians right. 5, 16, 26 speaks about it so beautifully. And, you know, children learn better by what they see you do versus what you tell them. And so the dysfunctions teaches us to do it that way, not knowing there's a better way. And until you get that reborn experience and then you begin to develop that relationship with the Lord, like Shanaz says, you know, praying, reading the word of God and walking with Christ, because when we walk with Christ, then we can do what we spoke about last year. Hey, Erica, where you mentioned it just now, I only do what I see Jesus do and I only say what Jesus says. It's easier said than done, right? If you don't walk in the Spirit, you can't do it. You can't hear and do. You can't hear and say. Yes. So what I
2: want to add to both of you, and Angelina, you said about um, it's a learned manner. For the fruit of the Spirit is an attribute of action, okay? So manner is action. It means living one's life with good morals and motives as well as doing good things for others. Now, this all comes to the manner we live in. Now, producing the fruit of goodness is a true mark of godliness. As you said, it's a learned manner. It's not an overnight um, thing that all of a sudden happens. We have to learn. We have to grow into that. But you know what? This fruit of the Spirit, how absolutely attractive it is. It has an attractive power and draws people to Jesus through the Christian's actions. Isn't it true that when we operate in a, in a different spirit in this world, people watch and people see and they cannot understand. But how come this is so different? Yes. Because you know what is the importance of the fruit of the Spirit. Living out the fruit of the Spirit consistently produces, listen, stronger character, endurance, and grace within you and I, because where there's confusion, we desperately need to walk in peace. So when, when there's confusion in my, in my midst or in me, I have a choice because God said, he has given us a choice. We, we have a choice to say, I, I'm sitting and I'm now going to be at peace because this is what Christ gave me. He gave me peace. Not as the world has, but he gave me peace. And all this confusion in me, around me, absolutely just subsides. And then what is the lesson of the fruit of the Spirit? As we all know, you've you've read it, Angelina. It's love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Because against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Just listen to this. Dying to self, we have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit, as the Word of God tells us.
0: You know what I love, Erica? what you're saying there, right? And it goes back to what Shana said just now. The word crucify you have to crucify it just doesn't happen naturally you have to become aware of it and say i'm going to crucify it i'm going to destroy it i'm going to kill it i'm going to kill it i'm not going to entertain strife i'm not going to entertain vulgarity i'm not going to entertain hatred meaning i have to do something about it i need to nail it Thank on that, on the Word of God. I need to let the Word of God become a mirror that says to me, hey, that behavior is not godly and I need to do something about it. It's just not going to disappear. Hey, Shanaas? I, mean, I think
1: it yeah. has to be something we have to do intentionally. So now that we're conscious of what our Father wants us to demonstrate, the truth of the Spirit, become the truth of the Spirit, as beautiful Erica said, that is who a Christian should be because we're demonstrating the love of Christ and you cannot say that you love Jesus when we cannot display the fruits of the Spirit because without love we cannot display joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness or self-control. And so when we're walking in relationship we have to be intentionally and as you said, Angeline, even if, if, like myself, I'm been born again for over 20 years, but it's a daily effort that I have to make sure that I intentionally make that decision today. I'm waking up, serving the Lord, loving the Lord with all my heart, with all my mind, with all my soul, and we have to demonstrate it daily. It doesn't matter who I'm engaging with. As Erica said, I need to demonstrate the love of Jesus, and that is done through the fruit of the Spirit. So, absolutely, yes. Angelina, I like what you're saying, it has to be intentional. We cannot just think that it will come naturally, so we have to make a conscious decision, I want to serve yes. you, and through my serving, it requires that I put the flesh under, you say crucify the flesh, Angelina, so when I feel like i have no control i will choose to have self-control and when there is chaos around me i need to remind myself of the word of god so that peace can come over my mind and it's i said earlier it's through loving god's word that we will be able to keep on putting the flesh under and cause the spirit man to arise through the help of the holy spirit
0: I love what you're saying, Shanaz And for our listeners out there, ladies, the work on A is for the women. Thursdays we talking to the women, and women. It is so easy for us to get frustrated when people don't hear what we actually say because we speak from the heart. And when people don't understand our heart, we we battle to exercise emotional intelligence, and then we throw our toys out of the court, and and then. And the devil, I don't know about you, Eric—and does, but the devil likes to condemn us when we throw our toys out of the court. And then we end up regressing from walking in mm-hmm. the fruits of the Holy Spirit. But I love what Paul says. He says that we we must walk in the Spirit. That means yes. it's a consistent daily activity to walk in it. To It's a disciplined way of living. And if we don't discipline ourselves to Conform to the ways of the Jesus, then it is yeah. so easy for us to adapt to verse 26. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et we can regress. From walking in the spirit, if we don't have what Shanaz is saying, that discipline daily to walk with God. Because when we walk with God, then we adapt to God. And when we adapt to God, it's very difficult for people to come and shake that relationship that we have with the Lord. That is why, you know, I believe, Erica and Shanaz, that Jesus spent a lot of time with the Father daily. therefore he could exercise the fruits of the spirit because the bible says that jesus left his deity in heaven and came and became a humble servant with a human nature on earth yet was without sin so He was tempted in every way, meaning he had the human nature to be able to be tempted. But because he submitted to the Father, he was able to resist every form of temptation. And him spending time with the Father caused him to do and hear and say. And if we don't spend time with the Father or with Jesus daily, then it is going to cause us to walk in the flesh and not walk in the Spirit. It's a discipline, right? Yes.
2: Yes. So now, as I was listening, I heard a question that might come from the, from the listeners, from our precious Grampian, um, Gospel for Grampian listeners. How can we apply the fruits of the Spirit? If we want to produce the fruit of the Spirit, we must ask the Holy Spirit to fill us each day with fresh power for obedience. Because in Ephesians 5:18 it says, and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation but be filled with the Spirit. We must ask the Holy Spirit to help us grow in love, in joy. And you know what? I just want to break up here and say that everything that is written in the Bible has a purpose. The way it is written, in the consequence it is written, when we read um, Galatians 5 verse 22, it's, it starts off with love. And I once heard a a very profound sermon that when you have love, joy comes. When you have joy, peace comes. When you have peace, forbearance comes. When you have that, kindness comes. Then goodness comes. Then faithfulness. Then gentleness. And lastly, self-control. So in all this, self-control, I believe, is the most difficult fruit of the Spirit to um, to produce. And therefore, I believe that when you start from the beginning, you allow God's love to really permeate you, when you know how much He loves you, joy springs up and peace settles in your heart. And then you can just... um, you won't get aggravated or irritated or frustrated. And with that, kindness comes on. And with kindness, you are being good. And in goodness, you then are faithful in all that you do. You're faithful to God, you're faithful to yourself, you're faithful to your family, to the people around you. And in being faithful, you are gentle. Mm -hmm. And what happens with all of that? You are then the fruit of self-control is there because the flesh has gone through all those, and you can't but be self-controlled knowing that it's not about me, but it's all about Jesus. We so go. when we ask the Holy Spirit to help us grow in the fruit mm-hmm. of the Spirit, we must pray that by His Holy Spirit God would help us become more like Him. And it's a daily process. And I believe, because I can also um, speak out of experience, and I just want to reiterate what you have said, Angelina, That and um, Chanel's also said that We need to be in the Word daily, not to make it a ritual, because the Word is God Himself. We Mm -hmm. interact with Jesus Christ, and the more we interact with Him, the more we become like Him. Now, the next question is, how do you nurture the fruits of the Spirit to continually offer ourselves over to the Holy Spirit? Mm -hmm. Our job is to nurture and allow God's Spirit to do its work within us making us into people who are full of the Holy Spirit, uh, the full of the fruit of the Spirit. In order for this work to happen, we must remain in God. And that's exactly beautiful, Shanaz. You started off with that, to be in the Word is to be in God. He is our source of life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So may I ask you this question? How did Jesus demonstrate the fruit of the Spirit? Showing the fruit of the Spirit by his life. The first fruit of the Holy Spirit listed in Galatians 5, as we've just heard, is love. Jesus' entire ministry was characterized by love. And the greatest demonstration ever of that love was the sacrifice he made for all of us. And because of that, whenever I speak of the cross and what Jesus has done for us, the love just absolutely envelops me. I get I get I get It's as if my whole being gets so full that I cannot move, but it is Christ, His Holy Spirit moving in me. Then He moves me according to His ways, and then I allow Him to do His will in and through me. Mm Amen
0: you know erica i love what you're saying and gospel for grampian listeners just listen to erica's statement she says that when to exercise the fruits of the spirit we start with love and we complete exercising we complete our test by knowing we get to the self-controlled stage but i don't know about you shanaz but the devil comes straight with the self controlled trigger He doesn't, he comes straight with self-control trigger because he knows that if he's going to touch self-control, then he knows we're never going to get to love. That means we're never going to complete the fruits of the spirit test. Hey, because when he comes to trigger an offense, an offense causes discord, strife, envy, jealousy, hatred, unforgiveness. And when you get to all of those pillars that I've just highlighted now, there's no way you're going to exercise love. There's no way you're going to understand the father's love because now you've become totally carnally minded. So here goes self-control because self-control now comes right to the forefront and you are an ugly human being, angry, unhappy, loud, crazy, crazy people call you psycho or whatever you want to call it emotionally messed up you've got no emotional intelligence because the enemy took the uh, issues to offend you and trigger you so that you do not pass the test of walking in the spirit and that is how satan is our listeners out there Satan knows the emotional intelligence God has built women in. God has given us emotional intelligence as a strength. But the devil comes to promote offenses in our hearts, to trigger us and twist communication so that we can get to a point of out of self-control so that we don't enjoy the love of God and never ever pass the test of walking through the fruits of the Spirit. And so let us hear what Erika is saying today. Know that when the enemy comes to create strife or offense, know it is a trigger of the enemy to steal your love relationship with God. And you need to become intentional and guard that. I don't know if you want to add anything to that, Shanaz. I think that's so
1: powerful as we have explained to our listeners, Angelina, that it starts with a trigger that, you know, we become defensive, we take offense, and then we lose self-control because we're pondering on this self, sorry, this offense that we've taken now. And then what happens? When our peace is lost, because now we're constantly thinking about what's happened this event that has triggered this feeling and so now you don't have your peace any longer but you're constantly thinking about the situation why the person said this to you how it made you feel you lost self-control as you rightfully said and that's when the enemy steals your peace and you automatically go into a defensive mode and we don't have that gentleness any longer we are not able to deal with the with situation through gentleness. So I think it's so important that we allow the Holy Spirit to give us a spirit of discernment because sometimes when somebody says something, it can either be the person is genuinely just um, also emotionally intelligent, lacking, or it can be an attack of the enemy and he wants, he knows all your trigger points, so he's, he's, the Lord's allowing him to test you, and that's when the Lord wants us to grow, so we need to have the spirit of discernment so that we can understand, is this the person that's either emotionally intelligent, right, and so lacking, or is this a test, what am I supposed to do, and so I think that helps me a lot recently as well, because when I look at the situation and what has happened, I need to take a step back. And Angelina, as you rightfully said, because we're such emotional beings as, as women, we tend sometimes not to think about the event and first to ask Abba Father what is happening. But we react because of our emotional being. Our emotions is always out on our pocket here. And we get triggered by that. So I think as women we need to truly allow the Holy Spirit to guard us from that perspective so we can easily fall into that
0: trap. Thank you beautiful Angelina. Absolutely Shanaz and and when we fall into the trap then the condemnation comes and the and when that comes then we end up stuck in focusing only on self-control and behaving on the self-control element, we forget the most important part that Erica says. We need to get back to that love language. We need to get back yeah. to that love pillar. Because with that love pillar, you cannot pass the entire fruits of the Spirit. But even more so, Erica, why do we need love? What What is the benefit of love in the fruits of the Spirit for me individually? We started the conversation today about that we being the light and the fruits of the Spirit is an expression of the nature of God us but what does that love do to us as individuals let's let's step back and say before the world sees the fruits of the spirit in our lives what does the fruits do for us and i want to start with the love chapter because beautiful erica spoke about that when we exercise the fruits of the spirit it starts with love like erica says but what happens when we when we enjoy the love of god we love one another with God's love. Jesus replied in Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, saying, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. We cannot love with our soul and body if we do not walk in the spirit, because the carnal nature is influenced by the lust of the flesh, covetousness, and pride. So when we exercise loving God, we are easily able to resist the lust of the flesh, the covetousness, and the pride. Because when we love God... What God loves, we love. We become sensitive to this love relationship with the Lord that we don't want to hurt Him by being anything in the carnal nature. So love for us is becoming Christ-like. Firstly, because we love God and we love His nature and we want to adapt that nature. Then, this is so critical for me, Eric and Chena, the Bible says that when we walk in love, Perfect love casts out all fear. When we walk in love, we have faith because faith cannot walk in the absence of love. So, yeah. so, so gospel for Grampian listeners, the fruits of the spirit is beyond us exhibiting the nature of God. It's about walking in faith because without love, we cannot experience faith. God's kingdom is ruled through love and faith. Without love, it is impossible to exercise faith because perfect love casts out all fear. Therefore, faith is activated. Right? Knowing God through love. How? How do we know God through love? When we can love one another through God's love. Angelina, if I may say
2: that... um so many questions have been asked, how do you come to that point to love? Because you know what? People go by emotions. People go by hurt in their hearts because so many people are walking with hurt and condemnation and with rejection and all that, which has not been worked out mm-hmm. because they know not better, I suppose. And my my answer is that that if you sit at the feet of the Father and you allow him to show his love for you, because if we have that revelation of his love for me, it is so deep and so intense that I can only experience wholeness, if I may say so, because his love brings healing. And when I have that revelation how much God loves me. I know myself. You know yourself. Everyone knows themselves. I know what I've done. The enemy loves to bring the past and say, oh, look what, remember what you did there or the choice you made there and so forth. But when I have that revelation, and once again, I just want to say, sit at the Father's feet until you get the revelation of how much he loves you. Then when you have that revelation, you come. You can come to him and say, Lord, your love has washed away all my fault, faults and my mistakes. I am not reminded of that because his love is so pure and so intense that I cannot be reminded and I cannot remember the mistakes that I have done because his love fills me to overflowing. And when I experience that love, I am filled with that love. I don't have to conjure up to love you. It just flows out of me. It is a way of life. I can say where I'm sitting today and where I have begun, that when when, when I became a child of God, I didn't know how much he loved me. I didn't know that Christianity, that an intimate relationship with God is all about his love for me. I didn't know that. And slowly but surely, as the Holy Spirit leads each one, each one of us individually with revelation upon revelation upon revelation, I can say today that I know how much the Lord loves me no matter what i have done it does not matter because his love has washed everything clean and when i take that love it just fills me i don't have to make me to love you it just fills me and that that moment or when even when i wake up i am reminded of god's love for me And I just have this peaceful feeling around me, if I can call it a feeling. I experience a joy that just comes up inside of me. And I feel like being kind towards you. I want to be good to you. Not that I want something from you, but it's just flowing out of me because I know how much God loves me. And because of that, I cannot but
0: love others you know Erica, I'm gonna ask Shana's to come in shortly but I want to add to what you're saying and what you're saying is so important that the enemy comes to use rejection and abandonment in our earthly relationships to actually stop us from experiencing the love of God because when when the Pharisees asked Jesus what you know, what do you say are the commandments? He said that there are two commandments that all the commandments will be uh, established on. And that is the first one, which is loving the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, strength, and soul, and then loving one another. And so what the devil does is he comes and he uses rejection and abandonment of the loving one another to actually uh, uh, distort us from actually developing the relationship with a pillar of love between us and God. And therefore we do not end up starting our love relationship with the Lord because we still, stuck in this lateral relationship of being rejected and abandoned by the human relationships. I mean, I think about me. I was stuck for eight months in rejection and abandonment. It got me to a place of stuck where I was paralyzed and I couldn't go beyond that. I couldn't go left, right, up, down. I couldn't go beyond that. Jesus was just a relationship as in I'm praying to you because I need you. But The wall of rejection and abandonment that was formed by the human relationships blocked me from the love of God. And that's what the enemy does. He uses the relationships, the human relationships, to cause us to be rejected and abandoned. That we literally put a wall and we don't end up having that consummation love with the Father and with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we battle to love people with God's love. In 1 John 4, 17, it says... Love has been perfected amongst us. And then it goes further and it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. I mean, this is where we get stuck, Shinas. Shinas, we get stuck on our earthly relationships not loving us. Therefore, we can't enjoy the love of God and we end up having carnal love But yet God is saying, we love him because he first loved us. We're looking for humans to love us first. And God is saying, get your eyes off that human love and know that I first loved you. And when Mm -hmm. we can get that right, then it doesn't matter if the carnal relationships love or reject us. We will love them anyway with that agape love. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: (sighs) Yes. We, we, think, yeah, sorry, carry on, she does.
1: Howdy, 1 John 3, 16 says, By thus we know, love, that he lay down his life for us, yes. and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. I but I, 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 I want to touch on the point where you're saying we, we get stuck because in the natural we are not being loved the way we want to be loved, and therefore it becomes so difficult And we cannot comprehend God's love. But I like what Erica also said that when we sit at the feet of Jesus and when we allow him to reveal his love for us, then only we will be able to love
0: Mm -hmm. others
1: as Christ has loved us. And I think the important word that Erica spoke about was getting the revelation. And as humans, we don't want to make that effort to see God's word and sit at his feet and listen to what he's saying about how he loves us and allow him to reveal through revelation and through his word, the love he has for us. You know, I think um, we can teach people, right? We can speak about it, but until the person in as an individual pursues God, like we pursue each other in the natural, so like, yes. and Belinda and Erica, I my time to spend time with you with us us going out for coffee and tea. I make time and effort to get to know you. And how do we get to know Abba Father? It's through us consciously making that effort, waking up intentionally to say, Lord, I am seeking your face today. I want to understand this love that you say I need to demonstrate. How can I demonstrate it? reveal your love to me, Abba Father, through your word? through your Holy Spirit. And when the person intentionally does that, then that barrier of not being rejected will be broken, because through revelation, the Holy Spirit will reveal the love of of Christ. Erica spoke about that relationship of Christ, that it's built on love, pure love. And many times we, we cannot comprehend it, we don't understand how it works, because People manipulate, and so we understand that we get the fiction because I have to manipulate. So we don't understand what true love is. And I think it's so important we have to come back to God's word. I love what you said, Angelina, about you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and with all your mind. It's a commandment. So even if I don't feel like I'm being loved, but I just do this yes it might start off as i'm doing it just out of habit i don't understand it but as you do that god will give you the revelation through his word through his holy spirit and then you are able to receive his love love yourself and then love others thank you beautiful angel i
0: I love what you're saying there Shanaaz. you know he goes further and he says Uh, 1 John 4 verse 20 says... When we love one another, we believe God is love. Because if you can't obey God's word to love one another, then how can you say you love God? If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. So what what happens here, Shanaaz and Erica, and Gospel for Grampian listeners, is that God is saying that when you love me... You will see that love by the way you love one another, and the devil now comes to actually get us stuck in the human relationship love that we we end up being carnal rather than uh, expressing the love of God to people because we don't even know what the love of God looks like anymore because Satan comes to use people to offend us and hurt us and etc et etc cetera, et cetera. so the key here the secret of success to walking in the fruits of the spirit is. It starts with love, like Erica said, and it has to be where he loves me first. Therefore, I'm not rejected. Therefore, I'm not abandoned. So when the enemy comes and uses human beings to come and oppress me and frustrate me, I am not going to get irritated by that. Because as long as I understand that God loves me, then that love must be exhibited through me. And it will be shown in the way I treat other people and how I respond to other people. Because Jesus, when people are upset, he's not rude to them. He's not screaming at them. He's not uncomfortable. Kind to them he's not selfish to them he's he's always loving even if they throw stones at him right and 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 god wants us to be able to be his love on the earth but in the absence of us understanding the love of god we will not be able to show that love towards people and maybe maybe shanaz and erica a good way of us identifying if we have the love of God in us, is by the way we actually respond to people. Because if I'm responding Mm -hmm. to somebody in an unkind way, that is evidence I don't understand the love of God. That can be a way of me saying, hey, listen, I need to work on love with God. Right, Erica? Mm -hmm. I absolutely
2: agree with that. Because love compels you to do good, to be kind, to forgive. Love compels you to, do, to be Christ-like, to be more like him. And therefore, there is a reason why we should pursue the fruit of the Spirit. Because you know why? We need restoration and hope in a broken world. And remember, each fruit of the Spirit represents Christ living inside of you. Each fruit reminds us there is another way to respond. I love it. Um, Was it Caleb? What the Bible teaches us is that he always operated in a different spirit. So if I experience irritation before I act, then I should operate in the opposite spirit of irritation. I should operate in a humble spirit. God's spirit is living and active. Our flesh is weak. And the world needs people with stronger character amidst all this confusion that we're living in, in this world that's going on. And we need to strengthen our attitudes and behaviors by living out each fruit passionately. And I just believe because God has given us a, a, a choice, a will to choose. And it all starts that when the thought that I have, the feeling that I have, to be always reminded, act in the opposite spirit. Because love is the one that guides me. Love is the one that keeps me stable. Love is the one that holds me upright so that I can live
0: a life Christ-like. Thank you, beautiful ladies. Shanaz, would you like to add to that on the importance of love as a fruit to an individual?
1: Absolutely. I, I like what Romans 8 39 says, For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, no things present, no things to come, no powers, no height, no depth, nor anything else, in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord and through that revelation we will realize that nothing that man does to us can separate us from the love of Christ and therefore we will be able to demonstrate the love to mankind irrespective of how they treat us when we receive that personal revelation from the Lord about his love for us That nothing can separate us and neither will we be able to stop demonstrating that love. Because when we understand the love that Christ has for us, that we will be able to be obedient to the word of God, to love him with all our heart, soul and mind and love our brothers as we love ourselves. Thank you, beautiful
0: Angelina. I just love that Gospel for Grampian listeners, if you've just tuned in, we are busy talking about walking in the Spirit, meaning we are exercising the fruits of the Spirit because as children of God, it, the nature of the uh, of God is revealed in his fruits which is love joy peace goodness kindness self-control faithfulness and for us to be able to exhibit that kind of fruits we need to walk in the spirit being one with the Holy spirit I love what it says in the word of God that we must not just live in the spirit but we must also walk in the spirit so as our spirit man is as righteous as Christ Jesus our soul needs to conform to that righteousness and if we don't conform to that righteousness then And we will behave like the world, yet call ourselves Christians. And so that... It's not only the world that will see us no different to unbelievers, but we will not enjoy the goodness that righteousness paid for, that the gift of righteousness has given us. One of the qualities or, or the benefits of of the fruits of the spirit we're talking about now is love. Without love, we will not be able to exercise faith, and without love, we will fear will not be removed. The Bible says fear torments you, but when you walk in in love, you walk in faith in the finished works that Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. So when we don't understand the love of God, we will always live in fear when circumstances come our way. Remember what happened with Peter when, when all the disciples saw. Jesus walking on the water. They became afraid, thinking he's a ghost. But Peter said, God, if it's you, tell me to come. And he walked on water. But when he saw the storms coming his way, he immediately feared and he almost sunk. Fear caused him to sunk, yet love was right near him. But love carried him and picked him up so he didn't drown. So when we walk in love, the benefit is that when we go through the storms of life or the waters, uh, etc., we will not be burnt by the circumstances. We'll be like the Hebrew boys that can dance in the fire because we know that love is with us. Therefore, we are more than conquerors. When we go through the, the waters, we know we will not get drowned because love will keep us up the way he kept Peter up. So you can walk on water and you can do the great exploits that God wants you to do if you walk in the love of God. But like Erika and Shanaz are saying now, and and I'm saying now, Gospel for Grampian listeners, that you need to start that love language by first developing the love with God, knowing that He first loved you. And the enemy uh, comes to allow people to trigger us and affect our human relationships so that we don't develop the love language with heaven without the love of God we will always be in strife and conflict in human love. So it is imperative for us to say, I'm going to, if we're going to walk in the spirit this year, and I'm talking to myself here, Shana's Erica and gospel for Grampian listeners. If we are going to walk in the love of God, we first have to say, I'm going to keep all human beings aside right now. And I'm going to develop my love language with God. And then when I can get that love language, right, because I know he first loves me and therefore I can love him because he loves me. Therefore, I will never be rejected and abandoned. Then I will no longer be upset or affected by human relations rejecting me and abandoning me because Satan uses people we can see to offend us and hurt us in order to separate us from the love of God. So one thing we are talking today, Gospel for Grampian listeners, as we in the next couple of weeks unpack the fruits of the Spirit. Erica said something so profound. It starts when you start walking in the Spirit and start walking and exercising the fruits of the spirit it starts with love and it ends with self-control the devil comes with self-control triggers to come and affect you so that you don't walk in love so when you start in love don't start focusing on human relationships to experience the love of god go straight to the, the 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 altar of heaven and begin to understand the no greater love that shana spoke about when you can understand that love then you will no longer crave human love but rather you will give off God's love to humanity. Shadas, Erika, as we close, do you want to just add to these, please?
1: Romans 5, verse 5 says, Hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So here we can also see Erika and Jalena spoke about the Holy Spirit is the one who, reveals the love of God to us and pours the, the love of Christ into our hearts so that we can freely give, it, give, it, give love as it's been given to us. So be encouraged, to see, be encouraged, gospel for here and lustless, that the Holy Spirit can shape the love of God into your heart so that you can love yourself and love others. Thank you.
2: Erica, I just want to I just want to say that every listener will encounter the love of Christ in the days coming. I prophesy that because of the living spirit of Jesus Christ moving and breathing and I see him breathing upon people and that they making their hearts open to receive the love of Jesus, the revelation of Jesus. I speak it in the name of Jesus Christ over every listener, in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. You know, Amen. as we're ending today, I'm reminded about Deuteronomy six five: You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And really loving God is the key foundation gospel for Grampian listeners of enjoying the fruits of the spirit. Okay. Love activates faith in God. When you love God, you believe God wholeheartedly. Therefore you can walk in the spirit and not be wavered by the things of this world. God's love activates our strength. Therefore we remain joyful in the most difficult circumstances and we are resilient in tough times because we know that we are standing on the love of God. And I just love Chanaz said earlier on for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life let me tell you something gospel for grampian women as you are listening to us today the bible says husbands love your wives the way Christ loved the church and gave his life for the church when we understand Jesus gave his life for us then we know that nothing and no one can separate us from that love rejection cannot touch us abandonment cannot touch us because God's love there is no greater love if you are complaining today and I was one of those people that say I don't know what love is I want to know what love is I've been rejected I've been abandoned I don't even understand love anymore I'm saying to you today the devil is a liar you're looking for love in the wrong places only God's love is perfect and his love casts out all fear so take your eyes off human love and begin to develop a love with the God who loves you before you loved him the Bible says he first loved you and when he first loves you that means you will never be rejected you will never be abandoned and when you begin to allow that love to consume you you'll be consummated by the love of God you will never ever become dependent or codependent on the love of human beings but rather you will be like Jesus selfless and begin to say I love you, my brother. I love you, my sister, because God first loved me. And that is all that I need because his love perfects me. His love perfects everything about me. And his love removes all fear. Therefore, I'm not afraid. So as we end today, Shanaz, I'm going to ask you to just pray for every listener today that they will experience the love of God.
1: Thank you, ever Father, for this opportunity that we can approach your throne room. Holy Spirit, we ask that you will be the one that will reveal the Word of God to every listener that receives the Word of God, that you will give them revelation about the love of Christ, that they will understand that Jesus died so that they can have life and life in abundance, that they can experience the love of Jesus Christ this evening according to Romans 5, Holy Spirit, that you will bring forth this love that Christ has demonstrated on the cross of Calvary, that they will take the eyes of all men and they will look to Abba Father to develop their love language. They will look to you, Yahweh, so that they can experience the true love that you intended man to experience, and so that they can love you with all their heart, with all their soul, with all their mind. I pray, Abba Father that once they receive this revelation, O Lord, and that they receive the love of God into their hearts, that they will be able to love others unconditionally as you have loved us unconditionally, no matter what they see, Father God, that they will look to you to be the source, the author and the finisher of their faith, that you will perfect them, that love will cast out all fear that they have, Father God, regarding this relationship, Lord, that they will give themselves over to you, and that you will complete them as you have created them. You've formed them, you've known them before they were born. So we bless them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy
0: Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Amen Amen, and Amen and Amen. Gospel for Grampian listeners, please tune in next week as we carry on with our Fruits of the Spirit series and we're going to talk about why it is important for you to have gentleness, to have joy etc. Did you know Gospel for Grampian listeners? In Psalms 1835, David says that God's gentleness makes us great. So gentleness makes us great. So you see there's a benefit to being gentle okay so tune in next week as we uncover more on fruits of the spirit from erica shanaz and myself ta-ta